0: Our team at Rolling Bones Outdoors is here to help you create memories that will last a lifetime. Are you ready? Let's hunt the world. Thanks for joining us today for this episode of... Hunt the world with Rolling Bones Outdoors. I almost said the number, but I don't know what number in sequence this one's going to be. I don't believe. <laughs> <laughs> I better. I, I went. I caught myself. I went. I better not do that. But anyway, welcome to the Bone Cave today. I'm Brian Mayman, co-founder of Rolling Bones uh, Outdoors. And to my right is the great Brian Mountain Man Martin and Brad Dito. Hashtag 393 Dana. And hashtag 393 for those of you that don't know and don't follow us is because overlooking the table that we do our podcasts on is a super immature, small, uh, I think it has a small body, Brian, um, (laughs) elk, Oh, wait, that was quotes. I think it has a small body, Brian. If you want to go watch the video behind the scenes at our membership, um, it would, you would be able to see that. Anyway, Brad killed a 393-inch bull that he passed up at 30 yards this uh, in the morning opening day, um, and his muy grande gringo amigo about choked him out for doing it. But the good news is we shot it that night, huh? That's right. So anyway, Brad, hashtag 393, Dana. (laughs) And then to my left, as always, is the great, notorious, infamous, blah, 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 bleep. And we have to call him bleep because his name's Brian. My name's Brian. And he got Brian Martin. So not to be confused with Brian and Brian and Brian and Brad, but it could be a confusing (laughs) thing. And when we go to the shows... I get called Brian and you get called Brad Brad all the time. time. It's like, what? Hey, Brad. (laughs) I'm like, no, I'm Brian. (laughs) No,
1: (laughs) I'm not that ugly. Um, Anyway. (laughs) And Bleep is more politically correct than you or I, and definitely more than I am.
0: Yes. Well, and (laughs) yes. I would say I'm more politically correct than you and Brad for sure.
1: Yeah, but he's way more than you but are. But
0: Brian, if if I'm on the edge, you know, if I'm if I'm if I'm a you know, if the gray area is here and you guys live in the gray area or the no man's land, I'm at least 6 inches from the gray area and uh, bleep leaves about th- lives I'm past
1: the gray area Yeah. oh
0: yeah years ago <laughs> and bleep lives three miles from the gray area so that's why he's here make sure we're all in the straight and narrow so anyway we want to keep this PG-14 or 13 or 12 so your kids will listen to us but uh, um, it's funny because we were just in Mexico uh, hunting desert bighorn and uh, I got back and some guy on Facebook was hating on me um, saying did you shoot an animal that doesn't shoot back did you eat it all blah 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 and I'm like you know what? When you go to the grocery store and you see organic, you have no idea what organic is. We're in villages that their lunch is not in the refrigerator. It's in the yard. Yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't know it's going to be eaten soon. Oh my well, just tell him
1: you'll start hunting your animals with a knife when he starts working to, walking to work on his hands. <laughs>
0: exactly. Just crazy. Anyway, um, uh, I, but I could tell you what organic is because I've eaten a lot more organic well, food. Well, fortunately...
2: All of the animals that we hunt
0: don't shoot back. so That's good. Right? Well, you know what, the, and you know what, the other part of that is, what like like that bighorn sheep was, you know, at the end of its life cycle. Right, totally mature. Made it, maybe made it one more seven year. seven years old, eight years old is an, an antique
2: there yep. because it's just. It's well, first grueling. of all, is two hundred twenty-five thousand acre reservation, and our guides have never seen water on any any part of it. I guess I guess they, I guess they said there was
0: some springs up high.
2: Well, yeah, but John had never seen any. Juan had never seen any. Yeah, so I mean, yep. But allegedly there are. But we were we were on the very tippy tops of the tallest mountain. We were on top of the tallest mountain in Sonora.
0: Yeah, crazy. I I I thought it was bigger than that. Because the island itself, Tiburon, is sixty-three miles by eighteen miles uh-huh. wide, and that's a part of it. And that 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 do a little investigation on that because I think it's bigger than that, but I don't know for sure. But anyway, today we're going to talk about, and we because we, we want you to know because we want to know. Um, but today we're going to talk about the dove hunt. You like shooting
1: birds? I think everybody likes shooting birds. It, it is fun. I, I mean, it's it's like it's like playing golf or going skeet shooting. It's low stress. If you shoot two or you shoot 15, it's still a good day. And it's not like you don't have a 50,000 or 60,000 burden and stress on you. Do I shoot this sheep or am I not going to get one if I don't shoot this one? <laughs> so it's, it's, it's I more know that fun.
2: Stress. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's, it's like over...
1: trick-or-treating. If you get 10 candy bars or 20 candy bars, it's still a good night. Exactly. <laughs> and you know what's, you, <laughs> you
0: know what's funny is uh. you say that. Um, I used to say, I used to fly all over in financial services, training advisors uh, all over the country and all my buddies in financial services eh, they like to golf, right? Which is great. I just never got into golf. I'd get on a golf course and I'd see a dove fly by and I'd be like, dude, I would do anything to have a shotgun and shoot that thing right now and eat it. Um, So anyway, um, (laughs) I used to tell my buddies, golf would be an interesting sport if you put a tee box and then put me at the end of the tee box with a 20 gauge and when you hit the ball to drive it, if I shot it before it hit the ground, boom, you had to take another stroke. Would that be a fun would that be a fun rendition of golf?
1: Yes. Yeah. Do it with a 1022. Even better. <laughs> no, come on. But then you, then you might hit a few golf caddies down there on the other side of the, the greens. <laughs> oh, so, if you did it with eight shot. No golf caddies would die. <laughs> so, we we uh, brought
0: our your 20 gauges. Yep. Morettas. Yep. And uh we said after the hunt, we're gonna go do some dove hunting with my oh buddy. Oh my Mike. gosh! Yes. What'd you think of it? I loved it. I I loved it. I was a blast. It's the Absolute. greatest wing shooting in the world. Oh my
2: gosh! You know, I mean, you you literally get twenty years of experience in, in one day, two days. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's the truth. Um, <laughs> uh, you you cannot shoot. People enough. can't fathom. You Is your cannot- thumb still sore? Yeah, my
0: thinnard immanence on so both hands. Or do you have a little
1: blue mark on your uh, <laughs> uh, 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 no shoulder? No, my shoulder
0: was good. Just I, I, the gun barrel. No, but the bread is really don't. You're red and a little tender yep. at the end of the night, but then by the next morning you're fine. Yeah, no, I, like because br- I used my
2: thumb to feed all the shells. Bad deal. And, and yeah,
1: I, I, that, yeah, that's like I'm a teenage. That's like a teenage boy before he discovers.
2: So anyway, bleep. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, you you just you literally you literally can 't oh. load that shotgun fast enough
0: <laughs> oh my gosh Brian Martin. Uh, it's
2: so, true though so, so there was a time on the second morning because we hunted basically you hunt from uh, what uh, six forty five in the morning yep until nine fifteen
0: well, so what happens is in so about two and a half hours well, what happens is in the real yeah. morning, the morning doves fly, and they will embarrass. The shit out of you. Like, I grew up in Iowa. I always said, oh, I'm a good wing shooter because you know we shot clay pigeons and we f- shoot pheasants and that's what you did. And, um, and then I went on my first uh, dove hunt to Mexico and experienced wing shooting at its highest level. And early in the mornings, the, the morning doves come in. And yeah. what do they do, Brad? They do whatever they
2: want to do. They, <laughs> they defy <laughs> gravity and they see movement. I think they see you moving. That's one thing but I literally think they can see the damn shot and the wad in the air. <laughs> they dip, dive, dodge, and duck, it's right? It's like, oh, exactly. my dodgeball. Because sometimes I would be just coming right up, and I was just swinging and get right to where I want, and your brain says hit the trigger, and you hit the trigger. And they take
0: a hard left or right. just
2: or falls. It literally stops midair and goes 90
0: degrees. I'm like, how did you do that, brother? Or just no. completely drops down, boom. You're right. like, are you? that, that That's right? You know, aerospace engineers would say that's defying anything to do with flying. It's It's like
1: shooting at a whitetail with a noisy compound. Yeah. Yeah. You
0: can't even imagine. They can make you turn inside out. And so I get very vocal at them. I start yelling and screaming at them. And so within an hour, I heard Brad over there having the exact same expressions at the morning Well, And then then I
2: also had one occasion where Brian creeped into my zone. Mm -mm. Yes, I was very... It was very immature of him because no. he started. No, he started sneaking into the hot spot, and so I had I had a an improved cylinder choke. I, so I was, did I. I was pretty. I, I had my range set, and Brian snuck into one. I was just bearing down, putting. I was just putting my pressure on the trigger, and all of a sudden the dang dove drops. No, not true. Uh,
0: so we they, they use ridges to flyways, and they like a high tree because they go between them because that's they're either looking to, to before they go down they usually land before they hit the ground to feed, or they're they're flying these flyways right, and they use tree lines. Yeah, you and
2: Brian, are you and Mike and definitely so, knew you were more experienced than I was in finding but the, the uh, yes the, the thoroughfares. thoroughfares the thoroughfares.
0: So <laughs> the so what happened was. Now, that last morning, Brad, myself, and Mike were lined up on the same flyway, and they were just coming over and basically bouncing between us. Well, to my right was Brad, and I did get a few BBs sent my way, Um, so I was like, okay. And I'd shot a few and shot a few, and it was my sweet spot coming to the right. So I had probably mm, a lot of birds uh, piled up already. And I see this one way out there, maybe 50 yards, 45, 50 yards.
2: He was definitely outside of your legal zone.
0: And I'm like, I got him. And I was so on him. And I thought, I'll just lead him a little bit more, and I'll finish really full. And so I get out there, toof, and this sucker's way out there. And I can him like a deck of cards. And right before Brad's going to shoot, it basically falls on his bird boy's head. Right. <laughs> And Brad tells Brian, you son of a. <laughs> I was just going <laughs> Anyway, it, it was amazing. Oh, so, so.
2: yeah, it, it, yeah, you just, you just you had just ammo just lined up at your just feet. a circle of it. Yeah. And uh, there were just spent shells everywhere. Oh my gosh. If you ever boy.
0: wanted to like really. Uh, do what's that video that kids play something war? Um, world, uh, war, uh, the the where they get they I don't pick know. their guns or whatever. I don't know either. My kids, uh, wait, that's how bad we are. World of what is it? World of War, world of war. yeah. So, anyway, but I, I think of this because you can literally do this live with doves because they're bomb, they're dive bombing you from every direction, and you just do, 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 do. Hey, Brad, turn your head to the side there. What's that from? What's that is from, uh, that is not a curling iron. What's break. that four-inch mark from?
2: That, I, I leaned down and I put my gun, my shotgun on my shoulder, and I grabbed another box of cartridges. And as I picked it up to rip the box open, I bumped my shotgun and the barrel hit my neck. It rolled over and hit his neck. Show Brian, show
0: Brian that. Oh, yeah, it's just oh, a big streak, yep. Oh, yeah, it just... Just wow. blistered. That's <laughs> that's how hot the barrels get. People go. I'll bring my eight seventy Remington. Mm, sure.
1: Well, yeah, because well, <laughs> this is yeah. That's that's like that's like hunting whitetail with a four sixteen Rigby. Yeah, so <laughs> management <laughs> hunting and you got to shoot 15 a day like. <laughs> so what was those the <laughs> not fr- good you not guys good.
2: had frankies down there in argentina we had
0: fr- the new frankies when they first Brand came out new. and broke half and two yep basically there's two guns that people want for doves either 20 gauge or 28 gauge right and and there's two in my at my experience if you're not using an over under the only two they're gonna hold up is beretta and benelli
1: yeah, those are the those are the standards in the world.
0: Yeah, those are the standards that are going to take that type of concussion. And, over and we had over and over four over of them there. down there, and all four of
2: them we shot so much that we had them all jamming.
0: Yeah, they 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 were definitely needing they were definitely needing some love. But
1: if you are going to shoot a semi-automatic, I found with my Benelli, if you neglect it and shoot it several hundred times and never clean it, it will start. A lot of these, especially with the lighter loads, will start jamming. It's nice. It's just better if you clean them, especially a the gas operated. Yeah. Yeah, they need to be clean like crazy. So, But but honestly,
0: people, if you're looking for a wing shoot and you're going, you know what, I'd like a little adventure in a foreign country, I think Mexico is a great option. I mean, this was your first trip down there to do something like that. What, I mean, so Much closer than Argentina.
1: It's, it's, that's exactly right. And you can combine it with a coos deer or mule deer hunt. Yep. For example, if you don't want to spend 50-plus on a desert. Right. Let's not talk about that again. I know. <laughs> well, this is inexpensive. The most expensive
2: part of it's your shell bill.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you pay a daily rate, or you you book a certain amount of days for a certain flat yeah. price, and then you pay for the shells. You can, yeah, you book three days, and, the, and you, you and can you points.
2: can you rent your retrievers.
1: Yep. You, <laughs>
0: Brad. Brad thought that was awesome. We got bird boys because the guys can work. We we pay twenty five plus tips. So Brad and I paid fifty dollars a bird boy yeah. um, per day. Um, so and they normally get about twelve dollars a day in the fields and working down there in the irrigation fields. So um, we double their wage and then, um, well, you, and know, no more than that. More well, than almost that. So, almost ten
1: times. Right.
0: So so we we really. <sighs> Really, really help him out. And they get to hang
1: out and learn some new English words from
0: you guys. Yeah. Well, I will tell you the coolest thing is we were getting in the car the one morning mm-hmm. to head out. And the guy in the back basically said, um, hey, Brian, um, do you remember me? I remember you. Uh, you two, had, bambinos, two, two bambinos. Two bambinos. Blonde esposa. Esposa with blonde hair. And I go, no way. He goes, yeah. He goes, um, muchos años ago. Um, I was your bird boy. And this guy's now 30, 32 or 36. Yeah. And he was 18 or 19, and that was 21 Is he still a bird? Ago. Now he's a bird guy? The, yeah. So he was still the bird boy, and he's got two kids of his own. I Facetime Lindley. I was like – and I always rented two. I should say rent. Porfilio. Porfilio was my <laughs> other one. And he was telling me about Porfilio and uh, um, what was going on. So, um, yeah, it was kind of cool because, you know, I've been going down there on and off for 21 years. Yeah. Um, but, but for – it, getting the guns in, how hard was it when we got landed? It was easy, super easy, super easy. Yep. Renting a car?
2: Yeah, that wasn't as easy as getting the guns in under the circumstances. We we went to the first place, and uh, when I made a mistake. Well, and the gal there spoke no English, but so we were leaving. She had Google Translate
0: also, and she said, "Do you want to rent a car?" Yep, I have none. I have none. And then we decided to leave. No, no, I can have a car in five minutes. Minotos. And I'm like, mm, no, we left. And I, what I should have done is I should have booked, because um, we, we were coming off our sheep hunt, and I didn't know exactly what day we were going to be done. So yeah. that part, usually I, I have the budget right there or enterprise. I have a car waiting, super seamless, Perfect. super seamless.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, but the renting the car wasn't bad. I mean, we were <laughs>
0: – actually, it's pretty unique. What did you think of the
2: tollway on the way there? Because it was about a three-hour drive. The tollway was the epic most <laughs> – Goofed up, jack wagon. Which
0: one? The real one? No, the, the semi-real
2: real one or the fake one? Well, there. I'm not sure there was a, a legitimate real one because you went through a toll. So, no, there was one. No, there real was one. one. There was one real. It, it said what your was. It was an with. LED, LED light, and it said how many pesos you, you owed. So that was easy. You handed them and the she pesos. gave you a ticket, and she gave you a ticket, and she gave you the change. Now the other ones. It that just we went digressed to, from there. Though. It just yeah. It just <laughs> got epically. So the next ones we went to. Um, there's a little Indian handing out a slip of paper. Well, there too. was actually a tollway booth. There was a toll But booth. they didn't have you stop there. But it, it wasn't a bucket. Yep. And then you drove through that, and they give you a little slip of paper. And there was a, there was a, a gallon. They, these guys all had gallon milk jugs with the top cut off, and they had the handle, right? And they just stick that in your window, and you were supposed to put 20 pesos in. And so then it even deteriorated from there. This was... <laughs> This was <laughs> this, this is on was the freeway, a, by the way. Uh, this is a, so I-90. You're on I-90 going through Sturgis. Picture this. Except you're in Mexico on whatever this. It's not I-90. But all of a sudden, they pinch, all the, pinch the roads down and, and form you into a funnel. And then they've got all these people sitting up. And there's this old dude in one of them. And he's got a little rope.
0: And he With rope jugs hanging off of it. Wait, he not pulls kidding a, you. He
2: pulls the rope up to stop
0: you and they're
2: sticking so this is just in their little town so you're going
0: across the reservation this is shakedown tolls and they're shakedown tolls if the government's going to get it then their government should get it
2: yeah oh my gosh it was and uh yeah so anyway that was that was a unique experience we don't see that on I-90 by Rapid City
1: here Well so, and
0: it's yeah and then they shake you down and uh so we we played the game. Yeah, we were on the nicest section that, that
2: we were we were on a good highway at times. Really good highway yep. I thought. On uh, in the real toll one. And we were coming back in that little uh matchbox, matchbox car. car. <laughs> and we've got two semis Coming our way.
0: Yeah, weirdest thing. Ever. I thought we were dead.
2: So we had to. We, we're we're clipping along at 130 was not knots kilometers, it's kilometers and <laughs> Brian t-
0: in the matchbox hits the ditch. <laughs> yeah, because the semi <laughs> decided, the the topes which are bumps right. Um, we're just grinding them out because the semi decides to come, and I'm like, is this real? There's a semi in our lane coming at us a half a mile from us. And another semi next to it, it was passing the semi. And it did not give a sh- – that we were there. No. And I'm like, dude, I had one choice, and that was to take the ditch. And uh, um, otherwise, we would have just been blown off the road.
2: Yeah, I mean, literally, Brian and I, our little car. Brian could have grabbed the front end, I could have grabbed the back, and we could have
0: lifted just it, turned it around,
2: moved it around, and we just got this big old semi parallel down the road. Brian's like, "What the heck?" And, you know? So
0: no, that's that's <laughs> that was crazy. Our wives would not have appreciated. No, that, that would have been bad juju. So they're on a need to know basis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they did not need to know about that. But uh, yeah, and so anyway, you get the guns in super easy. Um, we, we have a great outfitter. Uh, the, uh, um, the Dove flying is amazing. Amazing. They fly two and a half hours in the morning, three hours in the morning. You're back to your room. Yep. You, you, and we, ho- we stayed what, at the
2: hotel, the- and we had great food there. We didn't have to leave. Beautiful oh, pool. Yeah. yeah, there was a pool. The
0: steakhouse in town was unbelievable. Yeah,
2: and it was empty.
0: Yeah, just gorgeous, though. Yeah, super nice.
2: And uh, um, all the amenities you would want. Yeah, we took our interpreter out one night, and she yep. met us at that steakhouse, and um, she brought her whole family, and her, she and her husband both taught English,
0: yep. at, at colleges down there. And, and it's just fun to be a part yeah. of that culture. Yep. Yeah, and to see it. So, um, and then logistically getting out, super easy. Yeah. Um, yes. What happens to the birds? Oh, oh, so that's a really good question. What happens to the birds, Brad? Because well, Brad was asking the same so thing. So the
2: bird boys, they they take them. I mean, they they just feel... They they fill bags you gunny sacks yeah. yeah gunny sacks I mean there's a lot of birds they're literally gunny sacks <laughs> and uh, they bring them and they literally pluck them they use the feathers they, they I mean they just it's not hard to find
0: people that want all that meat there's there's so much extreme poverty that protein never goes to waste yeah. Brad shot a rabbit the one morning and uh, um and because my,
2: my my bird boy goes. Points and I don't know what what it's called and I'm like lunch. I said yeah it's a rabbit. Lunch. Tamales. He goes shoot shoot and I go you want me to shoot it? Yeah shoot it shoot it. See 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 and so escapada.
0: I shot it. Poo boom. boom. And I'm like why did I just shoot that rabbit? (laughs) Well they wanted to eat it. They make tamales out of them. Yeah. They roast them and shred it and then make tamales. And so yeah we used to go out at night and uh, shoot a bunch of them for them
2: but oh uh, yeah 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 so anyway yeah it's a, it's quite an
0: experience totally uh, so is protein is at a premium there so to answer the questions the birds get used so what mike does is my buddy that's been going down there for 40 years i mean he literally buys people houses and cars and he's just a philanthropist down there and he loves it and uh anyway he has the same gal since i've been going last 21 years he has her um, take the breast, some of them, yep. and she fillets them out, and then she pounds them out. So they're almost like a little pork fritter that you yeah. r- would have an eye. They look like a mini pork fritter. Yep, actually. And then they roll them in a f- uh, an, uh, a uh, um, what's a little seed uh, sesame seed flour, and they roll them in a sesame seed flour and dip them in oil, roll them in sesame f- seed flour, and then fry them. And they're a dark meat, and they 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 have a little light breading on them. And they're flayed out, and they look like a little mini pork finger. Yep. You take four of them and you throw them in a homemade tortilla, and they bring a homemade guac and homemade pico out, and yep. you put it on there. And then, of course, they eat everything with red peppers. But muy caliente, man, no, no masa key. Uh, so anyway, um, you you have them after the hunt in the morning, and they, are they delicious? Yeah, they were super good. And then, and then we had dessert.
2: We had. Uh well, you know everything. You got soft shells everywhere, right? And uh, they had honey, we maize, Ma- maize. Yeah, and honey. It. Basically, just like little mini
0: sopapillas. You roll it up, and yep. And then they put on that. Yep, they put honey on them, roll them up, and you have you get dessert too. Yeah, because I had like <laughs> three. Three of, the, three of those and then two of the sopapilla desserts. You know? and they, they were good, wasn't they? <laughs> they were super good. Yeah. Super, super good. So, so everything gets used and uh, um, you stimulate the local economy. You help the people out by spending the money. Um, and you're looking at, um, you, you probably for a three-day hunt, you're looking at about um, total with the bird boys um, without Less the tips. the ground. Now I I'd, I'd probably say fifteen hundred bucks. You know, by the time you know if if you want to go in the fields, that are loaded with the doves and stuff because they they prep those fields yeah, yeah. a little bit. Oh, that's right because we bought grain. Yeah, yeah.
2: We bought grain too. They prep those fields a little bit.
1: <laughs> well,
0: I think that's legit uh, down there, isn't it? I don't know, but let's not expose ourselves <laughs> okay. to it. Mark, um. mark that down, bleep. <laughs> So anyway, <laughs> that's hilarious.
1: Um, but no, I would say 1500 bucks. Yeah, f-
2: 1500 But they bucks know when you
1: get there, though, where the doves are flying, and so oh, you, yeah. they put you in the best position. It's kind of like going out and uh, a, a good guide that has geese or ducks. He's gonna know what fields they're gonna go in and where to sit what to put the decoys. And so when you get there, it's you're not like driving around scouting for three days. No, they no, know. No, no, no. No, they take you, were, you right there. That's, we, that's what I mean. Exactly they, right. know. They, they know. They know. That's why they know the they know the co- corridors for the food and and and, and the. They uh, per- they used six foot and six foot four gringo decoys. <laughs> we were essentially the decoys. Yeah. There's no
0: decoys. No.
1: We're, they, we're, they. It was They just. They little, just
0: Brian they got you 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 are exactly right. They know where the doves are. They've scouted them. They they have um prep fields for you, okay? And and you go out into these and it's actually kind of the jungle the little flyways. And you need a guide though because like the one morning the police there was a police uh, right. um pinch point. Yep. And we pulled up, the federati got out. There was 15 10 10, 10, 10 police with- Some sort of machine gun, and they get out and talk to our guide. Blah blah blah. Boom! We drove right through, and he took us right out, and we were shooting doves in the next twenty minutes. I'm saying, and so yeah, I mean, you need a guide, and it's it's see what people don't understand about Sonora is that they are a game rich environment with the mule deer, the Paloma, the doves, and the rams. Um, Your license was four hundred bucks. Yeah. Was it no two fifty? No, I think it was three hundred. It was three or four hundred. I can't remember. So it was three hundred bucks. And uh, um, and they get both guns in for me with my license was eight hundred. Yep. So um, so I'm just thinking that's eleven hundred. There's some other costs, and then so, shells shells bills are expensive. Right. Though. I would say no shells and no tips. You're in for a three day hunt for fifteen air bucks. So super reasonable. Um, and that's no hotel either. Um, your hotel, but your hotel sixty five bucks a night. Two guys stay in it thirty five bucks tips you're in and out of mexico for for a four-day hunt and enjoying meals lodging everything under three thousand dollars
1: per hunter per hunter yep. yep and that's a lot of shotgun shells and and, and, oh my and, gosh. and shotgun and, shells <laughs> cost more than the hunt, <laughs> right and some
0: of us are not afraid to shoot so we just go to town what yes. do you think
1: yes some people uh, shoot more
0: than others
1: and that's actually a good hunt for even if you want to challenge yourself and you want simple shooting over and under yeah, you could go More there. Or traditional side by side. Some guys like shooting the side by side. Yeah, you
0: could go there with you. Side by side, you could go there. Under over under, you or, could Or go bring there. two of them
1: and have the one of the bird boys Or you switch bring guns two automatics you. like me. See,
0: I was what I was going to say,
2: that's a stupid idea, Brian, cuz if I was going to do it, I would have I would get an extra bird boy and I'd have
0: I'd have. With, <laughs> with four and five rounds reloaded all the <laughs> just time. Just go, brother.
2: Just give me a loaded gun, man. Let's just So keep how shooting. do you <laughs> shoot eight
0: cases in in uh, one day? You just go at it. (laughs) Brian
2: did shoot some shotgun shells. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I
0: absolutely – I got I go nuts over it. Because my
2: gun on the first day, I had gun – I ended up with a single shot. Yeah. And I ended up with a double shot. That slowed
1: me down a little bit. Slowed me
0: too. but
1: uh, It's really designed for a semi-automatic or an over-and-under, really, this kind of shooting.
0: Yeah, it is. That's right. But it is, absolutely, what you said is exactly right. You could add this to another hunt. Or if you're, if you're a wing shooter and you go, you know what, I've been going out to South Dakota. I've been going to Nebraska, Kansas, uh, um, uh, pheasant hunting. And I'd really like to take that, you know, because a lot of these hunts for three, four days are five, 6000 bucks in these expensive lodges. Well, you go down there, have a hell of an experience, shoot ten times more birds. I would
2: say you and I, when we usually go pheasant hunting, we're not considered bad shots when we go, our way. No.
0: <laughs> no. Well, after the this, biggest complaint is uh, that how fast uh, – they're like, dude, you didn't even let the bird get up. I heard it fly. Are you kidding me? And um, that's what I hear all the time. And I'm like, it was legal tender. Boom. When you after, shoot doves for a day – After
2: you go – this would be a perfect tune-up. Uh, this would be an embarrassing tune-up for pheasants. It'd be. I mean, it's not like people want – they don't want to walk by you anyway. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Ryan's still on Tajikistan
0: time. He just fell asleep. He took a mini-nap. So, but, yeah. So, mm-hmm. so the, dove hunt, the dove hunt's amazing. And yeah. I, I would encourage, if you're looking for uh, world-class wing shooting, whether it be Argentina or um, Mexico or even here with some of our pheasant hunts, um, you got to get a hold of us. Uh, we can set you up. Just uh, go check it out at rollingbones.com and uh, go, go click on that. Go click on one of the adventures. It'll take you into the adventure catalog, and you can look at all our hunts in the multiple countries, states, and see everything. Stop Googling for hunts and start coming to Rolling Bones Outdoors. We will help you. Our membership's built just for you. It can, Whether you're just starting your application system or looking for that Marco Polo giant 62-inch ram, we have it for you. So 62-inch, 82-inch
1: um 64 inch
0: 64 inch
1: 82 is quite large
0: <laughs> thanks for listening um
2: yeah we had we had a uh, wh- where where were all those people from that were they were all over the world this
0: time yeah they we got a we, report we, we always love giving you uh an update but sweden you have definitely picked it up so keep sharing over there in sweden um you are now uh hold on you are now Sweden, just to get my get my cheaters on, you are 0.9% of our audience. You're cooking in on 1% um, close to New Zealand, which is 1.2% of our audience. But it doesn't matter because thin sheets of paper make a book, and we appreciate everybody listening. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you know what? If you're looking for some wing shooting, let us know. We appreciate you so much. Hey, also, real quick, gear. If you're looking for gear advice, our membership has a lot of videos behind the uh, scenes that we're going to be putting up over the next few months. Um, and uh, we can help you with gear, anything hunting, fishing, or outdoors adventure. Get a hold of us. Love to have a conversation with you. Until next week, we appreciate you listening, and be safe and stay healthy. If if uh, if you have a
2: friend who t- shoots in your zone, you can call me. I can give you support and counseling on how to do it. Crybaby should have
0: already had it dead. <laughs>